The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Welcome to A Guided Life Podcast, where we talk about all things spirit and life. I'm your host, Laura West. Follow me on Facebook at GuidedWest11, on Instagram at GuidedWest, and on Twitter at LauraWest111. I also have a website at www.laurawest.net where you can download a free guide on how to meet your own spirit guides. My book, Guided, is available on Amazon and it's about soul teams, intuition, mediumship, and spiritual tools such as oracle and tarot cards, crystals, pendulums, and so much more. In this episode, I want to talk about some of the fun ways that my guides have given me signs that they're with me. And I want to share these stories in case it resonates with somebody else, or just so you guys can get an idea of what it might look like when your guides are attempting to reach out to you or to communicate with you, perhaps in a different kind of way versus numbers or feathers or objects like that. I want to give two examples. The first example is when I met my mediumship guide. Now, at the time I was practicing mediumship, this was a couple of years ago, and I was taking a course through uh, with Suzanne Giesman. And uh, around that time, I was practicing my mediumship and uh, we were talking about a mediumship guide and the mediumship guide sort of their intention is there to help you with your mediumship when you're in that space. And they can they can act as sort of the gatekeeper between you and uh, the spirits that want to come through and, you know, sort of explain. This is how it was explained to me, and I kind of liked it, but the mediumship guide will explain the rules to the people who who have you know passed over to the souls that want to connect with whoever the sitter is and sort of explain the rules of the of the of the reader which would be the the medium um, and just let them know hey these are her symbols you know this is how she connects just like the gatekeeper for what's intended to come through and how things are working uh, at this time if they want to make it a rather efficient conversation so around that time, uh, I had noticed that I heard the name Mary, Marie, Maria, like I had heard that name a couple times. And that for me is rather rare, uh, to be honest, before I said it just now, I can't remember the last time I heard that name. Um, so it doesn't come up in my daily life that frequently. So I took notice when I heard it the first time, just because it was interesting. I believe it was probably the circumstance that I heard it. And then the second time I was like, okay, there's a, there's something to this now. And I was already in my intuitive journey. I was already in my spiritual journey. I had already felt very comfortable with my soul team, like my guides and angels and things like that. So I already knew what to look out for when I knew it was them looking to communicate with me. And so I took notice the second time that I heard it. Another thing that was interesting is that I have uh, the Kyle Gray Keepers of the Light deck. And I pulled 
Uh, I remember pulling a card. This was when I was pretty good at pulling a card every day. I'm not so good about that these days. Uh, but this is when I would pull a card every day. And it was around that time that I pulled the Mary Magdalene card. So it was like, okay, that's another Mary. Interesting. She's about teaching and everything like that based on what the card said. So it felt very fitting. And so I took to that. And then, you know, a few days later, I I did another card pull and I pulled her again. And so I really knew to take notice. <laughs> I mean, I knew to t- take notice after the second time, but then the f- fourth time I was like, okay, let's talk. <laughs> let's figure out what are, what's going on here. And during that Susan Giesman class, we did a meditation to connect with our mediumship guide and she popped in right away, right away. So that's how I knew that she was letting me know that she's there for me when I do my mediumship. And, you know, it could be mediumship with past loved ones, which I think that's, that's more what it is. just just what I feel. So my clairsentience is telling me that, uh, you know, she's there more when I work with past loved ones. Um, but it could also be that, you know, she's there when I connect with other people's soul teams as well and their guides, because mediumship is, is just that it's not, it's not only for connecting with past loved ones. So that's how I learned about that guide. The other guides that I've met so far, uh, Lana and Jason, I've both met through, through dreams. And I do explain more about those meetings in my book. They're pretty brief. uh, And I believe I explained the meeting about Jason in in another episode as well. But those two I met through a dream. And Mary Magdalene, I met through a meditation. Now I want to share about another guide that I met through a guided meditation. It was also during a mediumship class, but a different class. This one was with Gordon Smith. Um, He's from Scotland. And he was leading us in a guided meditation to meet our guides. So going into that meditation, I just kind of thought that I would meet either Mary Magdalene, maybe Lana or Jason. So you can imagine my surprise (laughs) when we were going into this meditation and he said, okay, now go ahead and, you know, what do you feel? And right away I was given images and I saw a woman and she had pretty unruly, curly, long, it looked to be like an auburn hair color, like a dark auburn hair color. And she was rather young. I'd probably say like, I don't know, no more than, no older than her 30s. And she looked very tribal and very much a warrior. And she showed me that she was sort of crouched behind bushes and in warrior paint, warrior clothes, and getting ready to to fight. And I got this really strong sense that we were in like Northwestern Europe. So very Anglo, if I can say that, but, uh, you know, very much like UK or somewhere around there. And she just gave off this vibe of ready to kick some butt. (laughs) And I thought that that was so interesting. And I knew it was from a long time ago, too, like long time ago, maybe even like BC. I don't know. It was a very long time ago. And I shared that with my group. 
afterwards we went into breakout rooms because this was virtual via Zoom and we went into breakout rooms and luckily in my group there are, are a lot of people from the UK. So when I shared with them who I met in my in the meditation, they said to me, gosh, that sounds a lot like Boudicca. And I'm like, who? Who's that? <laughs> I had never heard of her before. And they said, you need to look her up. And I said, okay. So I, you know, I looked her up after the class was done and uh, she was pretty easy to Google. And as I was reading the description about her, like I broke into tears, like the, the emotions were so overwhelming. I couldn't keep them inside. And I was very overwhelmed with, with joy. It was joyful tears, joyful emotion. That's happened to me before uh, where I cry because of these sort of profound aha moments that are so emotionally overwhelming in a good way, in a good way. So this was one of those times where this happened because I, I felt, I felt so grateful that someone like that was on my side, like working with me. Um, Cause she was, I mean, her story is, is pretty incredible. So I'll, I'll tell you what I know, but Boudicca, she was Northern UK region. And many, many years ago, she was the wife of a chief for her tribe. And um, I think it was the Romans that they came and they killed her husband and they, mm, they, did they beat her? I can't, oh gosh, I'm sorry if I'm not doing the story justice. Uh, and then they publicly raped her two daughters and they let her and her daughters go. They didn't kill them. And she went back to her tribe and with the rage that she felt, she pretty much created an army and wreaked a lot of havoc against their enemies because of the 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 rage that it gave her and the empowerment that it gave her. So she was a, a warrior, a warrior and she fought. She fought back. Uh, she did not cower, she did not hide. She I'm you know, I'm sure those thoughts crossed her mind, but she didn't. She fought back. And so she really encompasses this warrior woman who Though these atrocious things happened to her, she used that energy to fight for what was right to her, to, to fight against the, the evil that was in her life. And so to find that someone like that is on my team, I was just overwhelmed, overwhelmed with emotion. And I get the sense that she comes and goes during the times that I need that warrior energy, that warrior spirit, you know, when I need, need extra to feel, to feel confident in speaking my truth and to have the courage to do so, because it's still scary. It's still very scary. But if you feel that it's also right, it, it's, it, it's still, it still causes, um, you know, a lot of uh, nervous feelings, but knowing that I have her on my team just gives me that extra boost that I need. And it's been interesting because on Instagram, there's this group, it's about, um, it's like women's empowerment, and they're talking about Boudicca this week. And I just stumbled upon that page recently and learned that they are talking about Boudicca and sort of their focus right now. And I don't think 
there, well, there are no such things as coincidences. So I know it wasn't a coincidence that I stumbled upon Boudicca again, especially during this time of finding my power, being comfortable speaking my truth, and being comfortable and not fearful of judgment when I feel that, when I know that what I'm doing is right and out of love. So for her to show up again, because I know that that's just confirmation for me that she's here again, for her to show up again feels really, really good uh, when I know I'm in need of that warrior spirit and that warrior energy. Because I feel that Boudicca really does embrace the masculine and the feminine so well with, you know, with everything that she had gone through. So for me to be able to encompass that energy within me just feels amazing and having her on my team feels amazing. So now is the time for me to have that Boudicca spirit. So I just wanted to, you know, take that time to share a couple ways that, you know, other guides make themselves known. You know, if you start to hear a name a couple times, you know, just out of the blue that you normally wouldn't take notice of that because perhaps that's a guide letting you know uh, that they're there and you can call them by that name because the names really are for us. You know, they don't really need that. I will say too, I've had an interesting thought when it comes to having spirit guides and multiple guides on your team. Um, the thought that perhaps, <laughs> I mean, I haven't explored this too much more, but it has crossed my mind, but the thought that perhaps, perhaps it's one energy, but the guide kind of morphs into the different guides that we need. Uh, so that's something that I've kind of been thinking about as well, that maybe Jason becomes Lana when I need that energy to be Lana. And same with same with Boudicca, like if I needed if I needed Boudicca, the energy would morph to Boudicca. So just something to something to think about. It's an interesting thought. You know, we never put any limitations on spirit. So anything's possible. Um, that's for sure. But you know, please let me know, share with me you know, your experiences with meeting your guides, I think that it's just such a fascinating topic. It can help others because there are many out there who, you know, try to connect and feel like they haven't, uh, or maybe they have a specific way that it has to look. And I want to get out of that box because spirit, like I said, the the way that they work is truly limitless and endless and it can come in any ways and this is just one way or two two ways that it could come you know a meditation or through dreams um, and it can come through signs as well so just know that it's important to have an open mind in how your team wants to work for you and not to compare your journey with others but perhaps take bits and pieces from other other people's journeys and see if you notice any similarities to help you along the way so I want to thank you guys for your time, for listening to this, to this episode today. And I look forward to talking with you again in the next one. And that was another episode of A Guided Life Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, love and light always. Music.